Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 272 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. I'm glad you're here. I hope this finds you safe and happy and growing and being the best version of you that you can possibly be. Are you doing that? Are you taking advantage of every possibility you have to be better? There's no reason at this point for any of us to say we don't know how or it's not possible. There is someone out there that's showing how to do every single thing you want to learn. You just have to know what you want and then go find the video tutorial. Most of the time it's free. Sometimes you may have to make a little investment, but what's it worth to be the best version of yourself? Only you can answer that. Okay, so I live in Memphis, Tennessee actually, a small suburb of Memphis, and our city has been in the news for reasons that are unthinkable to most of us. I'm not sure if you've heard about Eliza Fletcher, be hard not to, but she was violently kidnapped by a man and murdered. They got the kidnapping on video, so that's how they knew it happened. The day after they found and identified her body, before most people could even process what had happened to her, there was another massive event in Memphis where a lone gunman went on a shooting spree all over the city, lasting several hours, killing four and wounding three others, and terrifying and shutting down the entire city. The people here, and all over the country, I think, were left just feeling tired, feeling defeated, angry, and lost. And how could this happen? Like, how do we go on? How do we move forward? These tragedies deeply affect those that live here. And they affect the psyche of humans all over the country. It's hard not to. Well, maybe you don't live here. Maybe you have personal tragedy that you've experienced of your own. I know Tony Robbins, I was watching a video that where he says that he believes leaders do three, three things when tragedies happen. And you know, it's hard sometimes when it first happens to think this way. But first of all, the first thing they do is they say, see things as it is, not worse than it is. Number two, they actually see it better than it is. And number three, they then do something to make it better. They take action to make it better. When tragedy happens, in order for life to have meaning, something good has to come from that tragedy. But that isn't our first instinct when it happens. Our first instinct is often feeling vulnerable and scared if you're a woman and angry if you're a man. Everyone's going to react differently when tragedy happens, and that's okay. As a woman, it's easy to think twice about everything we do if we're alone. We start seeing threats everywhere. A stopped car on our run is a threat. A man walking towards us is a threat. A van with tinted windows parked next to our car, that's a threat. If you're looking for a threat, you'll find one, even in the most harm, harmless places. I know, because I went for a run the next day and my brain was trying to identify anything that could be a threat. After the second tragedy, ha tragedy happened, my thought immediately was, it's too much. We're going through too much all at one time. I don't know if I can handle this. And then I stopped and I started thinking, you know what? Life is full of difficult times. How we navigate those difficult times determines our future. Everyone has them, regardless of who you are, everyone. And just like anything, there will be varying levels of difficulty. Now, hopefully none of us will have to experience the pain that Eliza's family has experienced or the families of the victims of the shooting, what they're experiencing. That's, in, in my opinion, as bad as it gets. 
those families in those tragedies will have to heal and it's going to take time and lots of it. They'll, they'll find a way to do that. The other option is not to heal and let it break you. And people would understand if that happened as well. But we are so resilient. Think about how many things you personally have survived. And here you are listening to a podcast, still wanting to be the best version of yourself. You're a survivor. I'm a survivor. I bet there have been moments that you didn't think you'd make it through. And here you are. You did. But we have to determine what we're going to make that tragedy mean for us? Are we going to let the bad guys win and just curl up in a ball and hide? Are we going to take it out on all men, hate all men because of two bad men? Are we going to blame Memphis as a city? There are a million people here right now. Around about a million, I think. (laughs) How much time are we going to spend focused on the wreckage caused by two of them, two men? as opposed to the hundreds of thousands of people in this city that are good, that are law-abiding and have a love for a city and a love for each other. If we're going to take on the hate of two men, do we not have to also take on the love of the thousands of people who are showing a resilient spirit by getting up today and going to work, by still going for a run, by still going out and about, not hiding? Because they're out there too, and it's the majority, not the minority. We can focus on the bad and carry that around with us, seeing a threat everywhere. I even read a post where a woman said, now is not the time for any man to randomly say I'm pretty or to try to talk to me at Costco or to look at me at all. Don't even think about it. And I have to admit, at the time when I read that, I felt that statement. I wanted to agree with her and say, yeah, that's right. Men better toe the line. But then I also felt the way it took my power away to think like that. You can't control what other people do, but you can decide in advance what you're going to make it mean. Sometimes, and you may not like this statement, but if you live with anger, if you have a lot of anger inside of you already, you'll use a tragedy as a vehicle to voice that anger because it so desperately wants to come out. And tragedy allows you to to let it out and you feel justified and other people have to be okay with it because it's in the name of tragedy. The book I'm reading right now is called Letting Go. And it says that if you constantly and consistently repress or ignore anger, it'll often show up down the road as depression, which is basically just anger towards yourself. If you aren't personally touched by a tragedy, personally, but you have a level of emotion, whether it's anger, guilt, or fear, a level of emotion that seems like it doesn't add up, you probably live with that emotion a lot, even when there's not tragedy. If you want to be angry, you more than likely have a lot of anger inside you. If you want to be scared, you probably live with a lot of fear. You have to process these emotions because if you don't, it'll continue to come up in every interaction you have until you do process it or until it makes you sick because it will. Find a way to process your emotions. It's one of the most healing things you can do. If you're having problems with that, reach out to me. I can, I can give you some resources. I can help you. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of resources out there for you to be able to process your emotions. One way is to feel them. Don't be afraid to feel emotions. They're not going to kill you. You just feel them. We as women, we can allow this to make us feel power, powerless and vulnerable. And at first, that's pretty normal. But eventually, from tragedy can come, become, come a renewed spirit of personal power. I see that happening all over the country by way of women banding together to finish Eliza's run in honor of her. It makes me 
it tears me up just thinking about it. That's the spirit. That's the way to take a horrible tragedy and turn it into something that brings us all together. We have to remember we aren't alone, and a renewed spirit of personal power can lift not only us, but every single person we come in contact with. When things like this happen, it's easy to want to hide. It's easy to blame everyone that looks like the person who committed the crime. That's easy. That's low-hanging fruit. The hard thing is to look inside you and ask yourself, how can I make this better than it is? What am I going to make this mean? And how can I be part of the solution, not part of the problem? Things like that, this, these tragedies, they can get into your mind like poison if you let it. I mean, you can become afraid of your own shadow. You worry every time you're alone. Jim Rohn says, worry is fear painting pictures in your mind. I, I cannot relate more to that if you think about it. I mean, worry is just fear painting pictures in your mind. If you're like me, I've imagined the awful last moments of Eliza's life a dozen times. I've imagined what the people thought when they saw a gun pointed at them. For the very, that's the very last thing they saw. But that isn't serving me. I mean, my brain will keep playing those images over and over until I say enough. I have that power. We have to take the time to decide what we're going to take from this. Are you going to let it alter your life? Maybe it should. Maybe you've been taking risks that you sort of know you shouldn't, but nothing bad has happened yet, so you just keep doing it. Maybe this is your wake-up call. It's not letting the bad guys win to alter your habits to keep yourself safe. You can be a strong, independent woman and not feel safe to run at night. That's okay. Listen to your gut. If something doesn't seem right, it probably isn't. But you probably knew there were some things you needed to change anyway. Maybe there's something good that can come from this. Maybe you realize how short life really is and learn to focus on what's important and keep yourself safe. How much power are we going to give this tragedy? How much of our personal power are we going to give up? Well, I don't think we have to give up any. We can use it as a tool to bolster our inner strength. Yes, bad stuff is going to happen, and it's going to happen to good people. We've seen it this week. We know that, but we're going to go out there and live a big life anyway. Life can be tough, but I promise you this, you're tougher. And these tragedies, this experience, you can allow it to break you, or you can use it to make you stronger. The morning after all of these shootings, I had a coffee date with one of my Toastmasters friends that I had never met, and I so wanted to cancel. I wanted to just hide. I wanted to just curl up in a ball and stay in bed, but I wasn't going to cancel because momentum is powerful, and I don't want my momentum to be that of hiding and that of fear. I want it to be one of renewed personal power and growth, and that's what that meeting represented to me. When I got to the meeting, she said the same thing. She had those same thoughts. And I'm so proud we both followed through because that was part of my healing. And it was, I'm sure, part of hers as well. Where's your momentum heading? Is the tragedy that you're experiencing, is it going to define you? Or are you going to define the tragedy? Your power lies in the meaning you give every single thing that happens to you, whether it's good or bad. Because your life is going to be made up of both. There are millions of people all over the country that are feeling the same way you are at some point or another when tragedy happens. You're not alone. They're going to get through it, and so are you. Some will come out stronger, and some will be one step closer to breaking. 
And it all depends on the momentum of where they allow their thoughts to go. Our mindset is the most powerful tool that we have because our thoughts determine the quality of our life. Let's decide to take something away from these tragedies or any other tragedy that we're going to come up against so that the victims don't die in vain. Let's take away a renewed spirit of personal power. I challenge you today to find that. Find that in yourself today and every single day. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.